Älskar du den här podden? Stötta den genom IKAs nya supporterfunktion. Det är helt upp till dig hur mycket du vill bidra med och det finns ingen bindningstid. Klicka på länken i poddbeskrivningen för att visa din uppskattning och stötta podden. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. My name is Dennis, and with me I had Chris to do this quick talk with Ove while we were at his shop in Norway. We at Onroaders had mixed feelings about releasing this podcast after getting the news that Ove passed away in cancer just weeks after this was recorded. He told us off mic that he wanted people to know more about Drift Monkey and its origins and where he wanted to take it next. So releasing this is the least we can do to honor his request. In memory of Uwe Harlem, a monkey of its own kind. All right, so we're sitting down with Uwe Harlem. Uh, that's a badass name, by the way. <laughs> uh, named after a, what is it, uh, New York type of town? Harlem is a place in New York. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I'm not from New York, but uh, the name, maybe, sometime, hundreds of years ago. <laughs> so I, I, I'm always hoping that I have a granddaddy or something from from US and New York so I can move there uh, <laughs> but haven't found it yet ah oh, crap <laughs> Harlem is like a super gangster town right isn't yeah. it like a crime yeah, town yeah it's, it's an it's a, it's an old black community oh, uh, yeah. that were a lot of uh, gangsters and problems but today it's one of the best places in New York oh wow uh, they have changed it and kind of like upgraded it mm. so going to Harlem in district in New York today is really nice oh cool Oh, oh well, I always thought that uh, Ove Harlem was a like when I hear the word. Oh man, he's gangster. He is so gangster. <laughs> Ove, uh, my first name is more like a German name. Yeah, Ufe. <laughs> so so that's that's more not not that much gangster. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, let, let's get into the the interview and we'll see how how much of a gangster you really are. <laughs> All right. So we're sitting down here at the uh, one of your um, inventory spaces. Really, I think a lot of clothes and and uh, a lot of stuff. Really. Yeah. This is uh, we, what we call the monkey garage um it's it's my um, kind of warehouse for for all my clothes and stuff and also my garage where we do lots of the maintenance and pro- building cars problem with the cars we do to take them here though 
So it's it's like ten minutes from Rutskogen, uh, the famous track. So, so it's easy and um, not something not everyone knows is that uh, I have a company, a real estate company, with my brothers, and we own part of the track. So it's it's a, the fun thing is that we can I can kind of like call Rutskogen and ask is if like free track tomorrow yeah we have like in the early morning you can come out so i can take my car out there and do testing whatever i want to do that's perfect so it's, it's really good so this is my monkey garage it's in some eyes very famous uh, because we <laughs> like kind of, kind of call it monkey garage is a cool place to be but it's really just a shitty garage <laughs> uh, but we have a lot of fun here though uh, that's that's i have to say that that's the important part yeah <laughs> yeah there's ton of clothes ton of parts you have some new projects that you've started and, and everything else uh, we we want to hold on uh, on the details on that that that's for you to decide uh when you want to release that but there's some cool stuff going to happen yeah uh all, from day one i always try to renew myself and my team uh, my concept each year it's like kind of go to a like a restaurant or you go to like a nightclub after a couple of years you have to do something to upgrade it and for me it's like it's all been always been about upgrading cars each year to something new especially delivery Uh, if you've seen my car like last year then it's like boring to see them again this year with the same look livery everything so my my idea always been like change it each year um and all, of course um you use the same car for a year or two or three then i think i have to renew that too because uh, it it's all about like develop the team the concept to something new higher better so we started out like in 2007 with the clothes and we started with the team 2009 and since then i have like had like a s15 silver s13 we have like a, a supras we have now and this year is again maybe this year will be one of the biggest upgrades we have done uh, since we started team oh wow so and that's all about the market has changed um, it's all about it's tougher than ever to get uh, explore like you wanted to do the team, it's, it's more people out there, more drivers out there uh, than ever to, to kind of like, so the, the, when I started like in 2009, 10, there wasn't that many uh, that kind of like stood out. Um, I, I kind of like felt like we had like some, we had an ID uh, and we, we, we were really doing that ID and, and people kind of like looked at us and like, what what are they, what are they doing? The, the guys these guys are doing something we don't. We 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 didn't build the biggest booth or stand just because we want to look good. It was because I needed a space for my uh, cars, for my clothes, everything. And the year or two later, everyone else doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you really you really stood out back then. You yeah, and I it. think that you know uh, it, it's it's all about like in two people don't. People that news kind of like get to know us now. They don't. They don't have my history. Yeah. In two thousand nine, I had that three point three meters tent. <laughs> my clothes was in like paper bags or or like just lying on the floor. It was raining. Uh, we were at Gatbir. Oh wow! Uh, it was like everything was shitty. Um, but that was how we started the team. No big tent, no fancy cars. It was normal, everything. We had one car I bought from Japan, was like the S15. That was an XD1 car uh, with the 2JC in. 
that was more or less the, the like the big one. Everything else was like just shitty cars. <laughs> uh, and that later that year, I was like kind of looking back at pictures, uh, videos, and stuff, and I didn't see my team. I just saw a bunch of cars because one was white, one was red, one was blue. Um, I didn't. We didn't stand out like I wanted to. So early, um, late 2009, I went to to FD, the FD uh, at Urbandale. First time I was there, met my good friend Ken Gushi, and by that event I saw this really nice tent, Need for Speed tent, and I really liked it. It was like big, nice, white, good space, lots of space, and I wanted that. I, I need this. So I went to, to the guys like uh, Frederick Osby was there and uh, Matt Powers at that time was in the Need for Speed. And I asked him, do you guys know where to get this tent? No, no one knows. And I asked some other guys, no, no one knows. And I even went to Jared DeAnda, the speaker, uh, and I like poked him. I was like, dude, you know everything. You know where I can get this tent. Nope, no one did. <laughs> I went home and for three months I was Googling everywhere. I would Google up and down. And suddenly I found a, fi- a factory in, in China that had this tent. And I bought it. Oh, wow. Cheap, cheap, cheap. Because I tell, told them that I would sell hundreds of them. So they gave me two tents for like the price of half. Oh, wow. Uh, so, 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 and early, um, by 2010, early that year, um, I, I kind of like, I went to, to Japan and uh, D1. Just because I wanted to see how they did the, their festivals, their events. And what I saw was like a tons of flags, small and big, on top of the tents, everything. And I went home from that with an idea that I need to stand out. And we did that. Really good. The, the tent was nice, big. Uh, the poles like standing the flags on top of it. No one else did that. People went by my tent like, what the f- are they doing? <laughs> what, why? What, what, what? And two years after, everyone else do it. Today, <laughs> if you go to Gatbill today... You, you 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 see like millions of these beach flags. Yeah. You you can you can fall over yeah. because they are all over the place. So it's it's back to the idea. It's like each year I want to renew, uh, just because my I want my fans, followers, and maybe new friends and fans to see something new, exciting. Like you see some cars that have the same livery for like three, four, five years, and I understand that because it co- costs a lot. But the car it looks boring. Are you are you a, are you a photographer? You want to see new cars? Yeah. Take new pictures. Exactly. So again, man, this year will be really big, big. I have the Supras for a couple of years now, uh, and it's time to do something new. Yeah. Okay. So they are pretty iconic, though, like the Supras. Yeah, uh, especially for Norway. You know, everyone has a, a Supra in Norway. It's yeah. like the most normal drift car in, every, <laughs> yeah. in Norway. It's like a Supra. But I think uh, I'm. I'm not. I have to say that I'm not a especially good drifter. I can always do some some small things, but um, my guys say like Supra is really good to drive, easy to drive. It's it's light in the uh, in in the rear. It's good in the front. Like so, with a, with good power air, you have a really nice easy drift car. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we were very inspired by you and your team, and I think this was in 2010 or 2011. I think there was a a red Supra along with the S15 and a Soarer. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, same year. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they drove super hard. Yeah, and that's you what stood you out, like, yeah you yeah. stood out really, and that's super interesting. But the thing is that people maybe don't know from the start is that you yourself 
you're not a driver. That's not what you are. You are the one who founded the company and you're doing everything, but the drivers are a, a different part of the company. Yeah, it's it's like I said, it's me that kind of like drive the team forward or the concept forward. But um, as I said, like I have, I still have my Monster Evo uh, that I I did uh, like 2006. I did like some time attacks on like just racing uh, stuff, and that was something I did. I have the, the car was I bought an, uh, um, a Lancer Evo in the UK, and and I did like at that time 718 horsepower or something. It was really good. So the, everyone here called it the Monster Evo because like it was so massive. Uh, but I parked that uh, and. I want. I heard about this drifting case like in 2008, 2009, uh, but I never like really went cool for it because it was like mm, you're going sideways 200 kilometers. That's not <laughs> normal. I like I like speed, but I like the control, and I felt that I didn't have the control. But I did some drifting, a small part, but at some time, at some point, um, I like I like to build things uh, from the early days. Like this is just out of the way but when i was in high school i painted t-shirts and sold them at school oh wow uh, I, I took my my white and gray t-shirts my mother bought for me and i have a bigger brother and i took his um lps back then like records with like twisted sisters acdc and i copied them over on the t-shirts uh, with paints on different, and I sold them at at school. Like you were like a little kid, or like yeah, nine, like, ten years old. Yeah, but no, I, uh, eighth grade. Um, oh, wow. okay. Fifteen. All right. Um, I like business. I like to do business. You know, uh, I like to build something, and that's what I did by um, this drift monkey concept. So yes, it's 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 correct. I, today I don't drift at all. Uh, it's too much business. But I love business. Uh, <laughs> my best day is when we go to Gottbill and I can send the guys out at the track. I can see them come back by them all by themselves, not like towing in or some <laughs> problems. Uh, see the girls in the shop taking care of the customers, the fans, the followers. Um, that's a perfect day for me. Uh, I don't have the eager to, to, oh, I have to go to track. I have to drift. I have to drift. That's nothing for me. A complete day is when it's when all this f- is in function mm-hmm. because that's business. And at the same time, I, I like to I like to develop. So, so my head is spinning like twenty four seven, two hundred miles an hour. Yeah, <laughs> best day, best time of the day is when I'm in the shower. Uh, maybe other do other things in the shower, but <laughs> I like can stay in the shower for like thirty minutes just thinking because then I, my my head is free. So it's it's really special. I I use. I often like kind of like used um, I used the team as a tool for my products because that was th- how it started. Um, just take a short, but that uh, the, the clothes started in 2007. Uh, I was importing drift cars from Japan. I learned I had my own office in in um, in Japan, and this guy was uh, telling me about different tales, old tales about uh, drifting in Japan, and this story came up about, about Drift Monkey. That drift monkey is also called like a slang for drifters in in Japan. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, like Ken Nomura, Ken yeah. Nomuken, he's like the old drift monkey guy. So, so I, I learned about this 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 story about this drift monkey, how it came up, and at the same time, I. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I got the car back with a sketch when I'm cleaning the cars, I found in the, in the, in the, under the seat or something, a, a small sketch of a monkey head. Oh, wow. And two by two, I took like this monkey head, sent to a friend of me in, in Los Angeles, that's a graffiti artist. And he painted it finished. And do everything with it. And I had the story about the riff monkey and the name on the other side. So what else can you do? You have to make your own brand then. <laughs> so I took like the face, and that's the face we see today, it's still the same uh, from 2007. Uh, and I take the name, I put this together, and I suddenly have a brand. Uh, and I started making some small t-shirts and stuff like that. Um, but nothing big happened, uh, because I didn't know how to kind of like promo, marketing, advertise. I didn't know about that. So so it, it went to like another couple of years, and in 2009, I was like, fuck, I have to do this real. Buy up a couple of cars from Japan. We go to Gatbe, we have this stand. Uh, we, we start now produce we find a factory in China produce real hoodies t-shirts stickers all that and pretty much from there on it's been like going each year after you know, another um, just building the brand newer bigger different just like that's like kind of how they start usually I think like a year ahead of me uh, kind of like 2016 is now uh, already have been like in, in into 2016 for like five six months um, uh, my biggest goal is or my biggest idea is like in 2019 we are 10 years old uh, and I would love to have my plan to go to Europe with my own show um, bring the team, um, the concept, the stands, uh, the booth, the girls, um, and have maybe like five cities on something to get like a, a cool standalone show. Uh, it's maybe too big for us, but at some, time, at some point, I think we are big enough to do that. Uh, uh, and we have like friends and followers all over the world. Uh, but I like 10 years old, like we should have something extra by then. But I think... Um, that's still uh, a bit forward. Uh, so I think we have to 
rethink and have to be bring on some bigger sponsors for that. Um, but of course, I think one he- one year ahead and 2016, I think we will be different. I think we will do something new. Um, uh, we have at this point, uh, we have changed. We had two Supras. Um, I've changed one of them. Um, we still have a couple of Supras left, uh, but I also... Uh, we are in the building uh, in, into building an FRS Cyan, um, just because I, I think everyone here is like doing the GT86 or okay, they, they are pretty much the same car, but I, I like the Cyan uh, better somehow. <laughs> Maybe just the name, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I just do something different though, because everyone do the easy part and get on like a GT86 or a BR set. Um, so we have this Cyan, uh, and that will hopefully be ready for May. Uh, we are heavily into it now, but there's still still a lot of things to do, and of course it will be with the 2JC uh, from it. Um, other than that, is we are changing the concept a little bit this year. We have only two drivers. Uh, like people that know us for a couple of years know that we have like sometimes we have like uh, guest drivers yeah. we, had all, 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 we even had like four drivers in the team for one year um, and that I, I, I test each year I test uh, what we can do and some, at some point I think like four drivers were cool like lots of cars massive what I did see was like four cars was, were, were too much because you very often there one car is cool two cars together cool if you can do three cars that's like massive because it's not that difficult to do three or four cars it's just that the the, the last car will have problem b- with speed and pick up everything because the the, the 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 speed slows down each car back so so i like four cars didn't do that for me i didn't see that it was so, so cool kind of thing three is maximum so I did mostly. I did did three cars for the like last couple of three four years, but this year we are going down to two, and that's only because um, it's it's. I think that's enough. If two cars can play together, I think that will do massive. Uh, I think like three cars. We had like guest drivers all, and I love that because I have friends all over the world, uh, and I, I invite them. Um, but at some point you have to kind of like follow up the third car more and each driver has his own car and the third car kind of like fell in between because no one did like do maintenance on it because people didn't do anything for it there's not enough focus maybe no i, I know and and when, it, when, you, when you are invited you kind of like come as the table are already for you so you, you don't have to do anything so it's kind of like different difficult to have that um have everything running smooth though so we had some problems last year because uh, the third car had some small issues i don't know why or what but we couldn't follow up the driver 100 percent because there were small issues with the car and the two other drivers had enough with their cars so um, i think two cars is enough uh, so we do that this year it's kind of like a little bit sketchy but because if one of them breaks down then we are on the one <laughs> or what uh, and that's a, that's a, again that's a problem but um, that's why I, I, I'm kind of like thinking we are probably doing the FRS all season this uh, this year uh, with, with one Supra but if one of them kind of like break down or something we have the spare Supra uh, as we can bring that on 
<laughs> now everyone can say they have a spare suit. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. And you know, I, I really don't want to have that cost standing no. still in my garage, like still just doing nothing. Collecting dust. Yeah. I love cars and I, I love to collect them, but, but I don't want to pay for them. <laughs> you know, so, so I really don't want to have that cost. But again, I do have to have it as a, like a, a security case. Like, okay, we have a problem, bring it on. So, so, so there will be one car. Um, other than that, we are also building what I, at this point know, uh, the first Rocket Bunny Boss kit on an S14 oh. in Europe. Uh, I heard some rumors there are one in the UK, but I haven't seen it yet. Okay. But, um, and then maybe some other cars that have this kit, but I haven't seen anyone. And what they tell me from Rocket Bunny in, in Japan, that they haven't sold anyone, anything to, 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 to Europe yet. Talk a little about uh, how, the, how the car looks. Like, it's an S14, but it, it's a really different look now. Yeah, it? it's, 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 um, it's built on this um, Charger um, American muscle car. Um, and it's totally different when you see it. You, you may be like, what the f- is this? Uh, is it an S14? No, no, no. Let's look at that front. It doesn't look like an S14. So have, you haven't seen it yet? Go online and find it because that's really cool. Uh, and I did it just because I wanted to do something totally different. And lots of, lots of feedback on, on our page, on Facebook and stuff. They are like, oh, no, don't do that. This S14 looks so smooth. It's like, fuck that. I, I, I want to do something different. And that's my idea. I want to stand out. Be different. Yeah. So this was like um, a small collab we did with Rocket Bunny. Um, uh, they g- gave us a good deal. So that car is, as we speak, being um, fixed. Uh, should be ready for. Um, even we are, we are, we are. I, I cannot promise that 100. But we are working as it should be ready for Elmia in Sweden. Oh wow, that's uh, tight. It is. Uh, but that's that's the goal for it. Okay. Uh, it should be first time shown there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that if you follow our Facebook page or something you will see that closer to the dates. Yeah. But that's that's the goal for it. Do you have any any other events except Gatebill planned? Just, uh, not really any other dates uh, or ga- and then Gatebill because Gatebill is almost every second weekend. Yeah. And you know, like Norway, Sweden, we, we love also April, summer comes or spring, yeah. and we like for five, six months, we live really hard to get the most of it. But uh, I also, in um, for Norway, Norwegian fans, um, I do a drift camp in last weekend of July here in Norway, small track uh, down um, outside west. Uh, and what's a drift camp? Um, I started drift camp last year. It's a summer party for the drifters. Oh, wow. Um, what I call it. Um, po- the point is, um, I want to give something back to our fans, uh, friends, whatever. So the point is, you can come to the drift camp. Everything is for free. Um, not the hookers, though. But, uh, um, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's free entrance. Yeah. If you just want to come there and, and look, it's free. If you want to go there and, and drive, it's free. As long as you have... Um, uh, license on yourself and the car you pay nothing okay. if you don't have that you can like do a uh, one day one day license and that will cost some hundred crowns but the whole point with it is that bring on new drivers bring on uh, old drivers come together have fun the track is open from like 10 to, to 6 you can drive as much as you want uh, only drifting and in the afternoon, uh, when we close the track, we barbecue, 
uh, come together. Last year, I, I was supposed to have um, a guest driver there so he could talk, but the, it was the same weekend as FD, so I was, was not oh. able to do that. Uh, so I did some small talking myself uh, experience what I have done the last years. This year, hopefully, I can bring on um, a foreign driver just to let the, the, the young guys, the new guys, understand how hard it is to get somewhere here. Uh, and maybe also the more experienced guy that they have to push harder or longer to, to stay in the game. Uh, so this is pretty much something I give back to the guys, girls, uh, fans, yeah. whatever. A good weekend. Uh, and uh, like I said, it's, it's, it's the drifters' own uh, party. Uh, even though we don't party that much, it's like just my... Come together, have some beer in the evening, talk shit, yeah. um, go to bed and have fun. Sounds like a, one of these uh, Japan events, like the Matsuris or... or pretty much it's the same. It's the same stuff. And, and I do... I, I was... I've been at the Matsuri a couple of times and, and in, in Ebisu and I took some of the ideas from there. Um, it's all about people talks about Drift Monkey and everybody they're all about business they're like big headed guys this is something we give back everything's for free just come bring on how much tires or, or fuel you want you can drive as much as you want nothing costs is it for for Norwegian drivers only no 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 uh, you can come to Sweden uh, from Sweden you can come all over Europe if you want but we are still small this is the second year um, but I'm my plan is for for, for the future to 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 be, make it bigger though maybe we can even do it like a, a, a small one in sweden we can do one in norway we can do it more but it's it's not about compete about against gospel or something else it's just about having good times for a weekend for you guys my goal or my idea for my team is to have fun drive have fun no pressure if you don't want to compete it's okay if you just want to have fun it's really okay my my goal has never been to be the europe's number one drifter or something my is my my ideas but positive attitude having fun drink energy drinks if you want or something else <laughs> eat good food you know uh, my belly is big so i eating <laughs> lots of good food you know it's all about like that that small thing that we have to get family stuff we are like my team is like a family and that's always been my goal even though a lot of people are like pushed us and say like, oh you guys don't want to compete because you're not that good you know that yourself and all that shit and i said no we can compete. It's not no problem, but I don't see the use of it. No. It's all about being best. We are not there. I want to win. If I want to win something at Godpill, it's, it's the fans. When, when a fan come in and say like, shit, you good. This is good times to be here. This, that's 10 times more important than winning the trophy on the Bryslaw or whatever, you know, um, I've never been about, I'm not that competing guy, you know, um, but of course my drivers want to compete and if they want, they're free to do that. It's uh, been great having you guys here, uh, but sorry, I have to go. There's more cars coming in tonight, so I has, just have to take them in. Um, <laughs> I see you guys probably again, uh, maybe at Elmia, I can see you guys. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, I will probably be there together with the, hopefully, the, the boss um, and we can take uh, a wrap up then. Looking yeah. Forward to um, so, thank you for having me, and I see you guys later. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
new glasses, or want a fresh new style, Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.